Surprise, that's good. It is, yeah. That was a good time because we just got back from uh, the garden centre. So that was uh, taking the little man, you know. Garden centre, that's brilliantly wholesome. And taking the little man <laughs> too. Does he like a bit of gardening himself? Not really. It's more like the toy section. You know, five-year-old, <laughs> like, where's the toys? Show me the toys. <laughs> so he's doing proper toys and your toys are now things like trowels and garden forks and things, are well, they? Well, not really. I just kind of tag along. I'm just, I'm just hoping that at some point we can do a detour to a vintage guitar store or something. <laughs> I can dream. We can all dream, I guess. I was just checking back actually and it was about this time in 2012 I think that you last gigged on the island wasn't it oh was it that well I've recorded in the Pearl Centre because it was the album uh, Home Part 1 I'd released I think it was because I I was the very fortunate person who got to open for you That's insane. <laughs> Isn't it nuts? I know. And here we are chatting after all this time. And it was a, an awesome gig anyway. But obviously you've done many, many things and, and released other albums since then. And they're all fabulous. But we're just delighted you're coming back. And you're on tour, obviously, at the moment. How's it all going? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's been nice to you know to get to the point of making eight records and continue the, uh, you know, the, get the wheels in motion to play music to the people. You know, it's been wonderful. And this year has been no different, you know, with the... Uh, yeah, the new record has been well, really well received, and um, I think there's, there's, there's such an emotional uh, connection at the moment. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's a post-COVID kind of situation, or um, but I think everyone's really embracing being present in an event of live music, and I think that's really heightening the the emotional level. I think, um, which is kind of fascinating to to be a part of, because you know you kind of you, there's little pockets of every show where you you suddenly kind of get a bit overwhelmed by what's going on. You know, almost like I'm, I've never taken gigs for granted, of course. I've never done that. But it's as if like, I'm so present, you know, because, of, you know, I suppose that all, what we've missed out on over the years, last two or three years, that I think we're even more kind of maybe emotionally charged to the, to the, to the gig and to, the, to, the, to that moment together. It's bringing out something really unusual, unusually beautiful out, the, out of the shows, like the quality of the, the experience is, is kind of heightened. Yeah, it's great. That is such a lovely observation. It, it sounds really quite magical. I wonder if part of that, the kind of connection is intensified by the fact that it is such a stripped back show. And so it's that sort of thing. There is there is nowhere to hide and everyone must kind of be quiet and must kind of engage. And so that maybe that sort of intensifies the connection a bit? Quite possibly, yeah. I mean, there's, um, yeah, there's definitely that, that element. I mean, it's, um, well, I think as well, you know, eight records into my career, I think we've, I get a lot of, lot of people come to the shows now that are, that have, you know, kind of constantly say it's like my my records have been kind of soundtracks to their life and stuff. And, you know, um, yeah, so it's like, it's as if like there's, there's a real deeply rooted um, connection with a lot of those earlier songs. And, you know, yeah, playing a solo gig as well, it's, um, you know, I unplug the guitar at some point to the gig now and just play with everyone in the audience, you know, just stand amongst everyone. And, um, and we all sing together and it's such a lovely, uh, yeah, kind of wholesome experience it really feels quite special and you know we've i can physically see people crying in front of me and you know that kind of really gets to me then it's you know it's uh yeah it's a special thing that's going on at the moment and uh, yeah i'm really excited to come back to the island and 
Uh, I was only back. I was only there last year actually for a wedding, so it's uh, nice to for some friends, and so it'd be lovely to come back and and see everyone and uh, and really kind of intensify that connection again. So I, I love the fact that you're basically saying I'm going to come over to the Isle of Man and make you all cry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tears, you know. It's uh, no, I feel very kind of privileged, you know, that I get to still play the music and you know writing my own songs and playing them to people. It's yeah, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll be eternally grateful for that experience and that opportunity to do what I do. She's a gambler spinning wheels, a poison victim, a lock of steel, the coldest hearts you've ever felt, the coldest hands you've ever held. Ticking down on her way, a million miles, still no headway, as I love to let blow. Mind, I'm proud to roll. She is elusive, and I'm awake. Defiantly real, there's nothing fake. A mystery now to me and you. Open my eyes, and now next to it, it sounds like you are very much in a reflective mood at the moment because it, the, you're mentioning yeah. a lot sort of going back to Passing Stranger was your first album. And as you said, you've had many more since then. Um, do, yeah. do you remember that? I'm going to ask you since you're feeling nostalgic. <laughs> do you remember hearing Elusive played on the radio for the first time? I was in a pub, yeah. I was in a, a local pub. Not, I, I, I had a habit at like lunchtime <laughs> every day, but uh, it, I, was in, I was in a pub. I think I was actually meeting uh, someone from a record label, actually. Because um, we, I just, I'd released my first album as an independent label, um, and I think we had um, a, had a text message from my friend saying, um, "I've just heard Elusive on uh, Radio One, Joe Wiley." And at that point, I completely just like, you know, kind of much like not a panic attack as such, but I really kind of froze on the spot, like, "Whoa, no way, serious, Radio One, really? Yeah, yeah, it's on Radio One." So of course, it all, it literally blew up overnight. You know, the the attention. Yeah, I kind of find it difficult to handle it, actually, you know. We were talking, yeah, a very long time ago, but, uh, yeah, it all seemed to happen so fast at that point. Now it was a, a very special moment, and obviously, you know, the song has been rooted uh, in my kind of history, and it's a, it's a song that will, even now, it's been discovered constantly. Mm-hmm. We get mess- messages from around the world, for, you know, people, Brazil, Japan, you know, Mexico, uh, places like that, and saying, when are you going to come and tour, you know, I can see so many people on YouTube doing kind of covers of the song. has changed in that respect as well over the time you've been releasing music because you know from back then you're talking about you know sort of pluggers and management and you know sort of promotion on that side it's also yeah. different now isn't it and a lot of it is very kind of almost DIY from the point of view of the musician themselves I mean how do you find that how do you, do you enjoy that element of it oh absolutely yeah I mean with my wife Sally we've been we've been running my own record label since 2016 so that's, um, you know, we're operating very much in a DIY kind of boutique kind of uh, approach, really. And, you know, we still distribute from the house as well because um, we haven't got a distribution deal in, in place yet. So it's like everyone everyone that comes through, you know, get a nice little handwritten note and and really kind of just keen to retain the personal touch, you know. That's um, A lot of it gets lost these days. But, um, 
Yeah, the, 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 certainly the word to promote me has changed a lot in, in time, you know, 17 years or whatever it is. Um, and it, it, it's become really a lot more challenging if you don't get the radio support and, um, and you know, things like you know, music journals and press reviews and things because you're always looking to get to a wider audience, uh, which is why this year we tried to do something a bit different as well. And, um, you know, we've got the new video for Wait in the Car, which is the second single. Uh, and, yeah, you know, we've, we've got Guy Pearce in it. It's like, well, let's do something different. He's been a fan for years. And, um, yeah, I kind of asked him if he'd be up for being in one of my videos. And next thing you know, he's, he's just said, yes, where do you want me? You know? And uh, that's how it's, he's trying to tap into more of a cinematic field, I think, and filmic route mm-hmm. on this new record. Um, and I think it's, in, ter- in, in terms of the long term, I think that's kind of where I want to be. Um, you know, I've never been the kind of person that write, writes a pop song, you know, three minutes, three and a half minutes, and, uh, you know, catchy choruses, I guess. But uh, it's just trying to find what the music's doing for me these days. And, you know, the song's are getting longer as well and uh, certainly more atmospheric and ambient. And I think that lends itself more to film. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be an avenue that I'll be taking more long term, all being well. I have to mention, you just mentioned the video then with Guy Pearce in it. I mean, it is a short film, isn't it, really, in itself? And it's yeah. really powerful and there's a real sort of mystery to it and melancholy to it as well, really emotional. Um, oh, were yeah. you part of the, the actual filmmaking process? Was, Did yeah. you have, yeah, so tell me about it. Well, it was, um, yeah, but my, my good friend Damien Hyatt, he's, uh, he's Damien's director of a few of my videos now, actually, and uh, he's he's local uh, West Midlands guy. And uh, we'd been talking for quite a while, you know, about videos and, um, so the aesthetic of the, of the video is kind of like, you know, it's a little bit kind of timeless, I guess, but there's certainly a little nod to late 60s, 60s early 70s in the aesthetic. So Damien found some locations in Torquay, um, a lovely old kind of uh, early 70s diner, uh, really old petrol station, which it looks like it could have been from the 60s, like a time warp. Um, so, of course, we found the location. Um, we had uh, some BBC crew, because Damien's a, a BBC cameraman, uh, and Guy was actually drove over to the UK, got himself based in London, and he got a hire car and drove down to Torquay. And we all stayed in a two-star hotel in Torquay, and, and we, we filmed the whole thing in 24 hours. So it was a it was a real special thing to be a part of, and and to watch somebody of of Guy's you know caliber perform and act in in his kind of uh, realm was really uh, insightful. And you know, Guy's absolutely superb. You know. Uh, to be able to just, you know, cameras rolling and to just get into character and, and act the, the performance. It was, yeah, it was enlightening stuff, you know. And, you know, me and Guy have been good friends for a few years now. And, uh, we just kind of laughed the whole way through, you know, because we both couldn't believe that it was happening. With Father Waking Sun, our faith would We could wait along life. Treasured experience, and I look at my my, my career of the last uh, how many years, 17, 18 years now, and think, you know, feel very lucky that I got to experience that, you know, because everyone that watches the video has, has really felt that I had such an emotional connection with it. 
Yeah, I still, I, honestly, uh, I mean, we filmed it back in August, and I think I was pinching myself on the day. I've got so many pinch marks on my arms, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> it's just like, is this really happening? This guy Pierce is over there. Okay, he's in his boxer shorts, standing on the beach. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> I love you know. that. You and must have uh, loads of those little pinch marks. Like, this one's Robert Plant. This one's where Ned O'Brien said lovely things about me. This one's uh, Guy Pierce. This is mean, yeah, just amazing. Well, I think, you know, I think at some point, I mean, there's, there's got to be a book, you know, just on, on, on these moments because, you know, from, uh, I'm obviously a, a lad from the black country in the West Midlands, you know, the birthplace of the Industrial Revolution. And, you know, it's like, I think to get those experiences, to, of, you know, from where I've come from as well, mm-hmm. it's really. Um, and it's really nourishing, you know. And I think, uh, obviously, my yeah, family are mega proud of of the journey I've taken. And um, and I sometimes, you know, I have to forget to give myself a little pat on the back, you know, because I was my own worst enemy for many years, you know. The, maybe the, the the not having the belief to to go somewhere from where I'm from, you know. Um, maybe there's a humble nature to it all, and uh, you know, maybe this uh, the, the need to succeed and kind of correct a few wrongs, maybe. But. Um, I'm really proud of, of, of the journey that's, you know, after all these years. And, you know, I've got all these memories at the top there. And it's just, um, like I said, feel very lucky that I'm at this point, you know, my eighth record to get the chance to to fulfill those dreams still and to make the music that I want to make and be very true to myself. You know, like any kind of art form, you know, you can look back on it and just hope to see the truth. You know, that's all you can ever put out there and deliver. And I think I've, I've managed to, to be true to myself in all that time. And that's um, that's made me stronger as I move forward. I think every step, you know, there's truth in it. And uh, and, and more, maybe more belief in yourself as well. Sometimes we struggle to, we all kind of give ourselves a bit of a kick sometimes when we've created a bad decision or something. And um, But I think the only thing that can move us forward all the time is, is just having that belief in it, in that step. You know, what does Robert Frost say? The two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less less travelled by, and that has made all the difference. And I think I look at the undergrowth of some avenues, thinking, "Is that the right move?" I oh, forget. Let's just go for it anyway. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the maybe it's the, the pathway of of you know those that have played the game. I certainly haven't played the game, you know, and maybe that's why I'm skint. <laughs> but uh, and I think it's just you know yeah it's it's taken that path that's a bit more of a curious route, you know, and you know getting Guy Pearce in the video to to go more. On a, on a cinematic route, you know, that's that's going to really open my eyes to to making music for films now, which is you know a, a great kind of thought to have to, to wrap up the year, really. That that is a very exciting prospect, I have to say, and it is fascinating listening to you because it, it's almost like listening to you going on your own journey in this conversation, sort of talking to yourself. But I, I, I must come back to um, the the new album then, because of course it's a reimagining of New Skin, yeah. isn't it? So so why did you want to do that? I think it's an odd, the more I think about this and the more I've spoken about it, it's a very odd move, you know. My last record was called New Skin, and that was the, the kind of electronic, ambient, cocktail twins venture, you know, that was something I wanted to do. We could wait. the follow-up album Restless Lullabies of exactly the same songs same track sequence and everything um, it was like a record of intrigue initially I think like curiosity and um, okay what does this song work like with just a piano or just an acoustic guitar 
Um, and I'm so glad that I, I plucked up the courage to, to kind of pursue that, that kind of idea, you know, because it was odd, an odd thing to do, you know, play the same songs. But then if you hear both the albums back to back, I think it feels justified, you know, and that, that's... Um, and for me, in some ways, I prefer many of the new versions because it felt like the versions that they always should have been. Wait in the car On the fate Take us far To a place Full of stars Or do we wait In the car And also maybe a, a, it's, a, it's a chapter of, that's kind of, of closure as well. You know, there was a cycle of songs that have been going around for quite a few years, you know, just before COVID. And uh, maybe some tracks as far back as Post Passing Stranger, not long after. So it's kind of almost like tying up a few loose ends of a, of a chapter as well. Um, so I'd like to think when, once people hear the, the, both versions of the album, they will get it, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, I can see why you've totally done that. Um and I think it's brought to the forefront these songs of poems, you know, and it's brought it's it's brought that uh, there's a real kind of forefront kind of focus. And um, I'm so glad that I I decided not to make a multi-layered experience. You know, it's very very stripped back, and I think the songs are stronger for it. Actually, I must say as well, one of the things I love about it is how how stark and beautiful and, and how clear the harmonies are. And it just, they really resonate. And it's a really beautiful thing when you're hitting these, the layers that you create are absolutely beautiful and you really oh, hear that you. on this. It's, it's a wonderful well, thing. Well, sometimes it's, uh, there's still a Brian Wilson kind of character there yeah. inside my head going, yeah, you should put like another harmony there. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, let's just do it. Let's try so, for yeah, an eighth harmony. <laughs> oh, I get insanely, uh, yeah, pedantic about harmonies, but... Um, yeah, I love the texture of them. It's still essentially a voice and guitar album. Yeah. But I've tried to, like almost like depth of field with camera work, you know, I've tried to keep voice and guitar right at the focus. But then there's a little bit of depth there with, you know, three or four harmonies on the left and right side, you know, just to kind of add a little bit of maybe a subtle layer or something like that. Um, and the instrumentation's a bit different as well. I'm playing a guitar lele on the new album, which is like a six-string ukulele. Mm-hmm. So that really adds a different time and quality to the finger finger style guitar. Uh, so that was a nice little addition to that record that's given quite a unique sound to any of my other albums as well. And yeah, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's a record I'm very proud of. And yeah, and I can't wait to play it to everyone. Uh, well, we can't wait to hear it, I have to say. And it sounds like not only you potentially going to go into scoring films, it sounds like one day you're probably going to write your own film or at least direct one, Scott, from what you're saying. It does sound like that well, could be could be a path knows. for you, which would be fascinating. You never know. Well, you've got, you've got all the right mates to make it happen, haven't you? <laughs> uh, going that way, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're really looking forward to having you here. So it is Saturday, not far off now. It's a week today, in fact, that uh, Scott's going to be right. here on the island. And I must say, I'm delighted that Christine Collister is going to be there over opening for you as well. Um, she is fabulous and you're going to thoroughly enjoy uh, her set as well, I'm sure. Fantastic. So, And you're going to be playing, uh, is it is it solely the album Restless Lullabies that you're going to be playing or is it going to be some other material as well or what are we going to get it's from a, you? It's a real goodie bag of tracks really, yeah. Lots of, um, yeah, lots, I suppose lots of fan, fan favourites that have, 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 have kind of stuck with me over the years, you know, things like Passing Stranger, Elusive, City Headache, Eyes Wider, you know, certainly first album material but then 
there's a whole wave of songs. I'm, I mean, I'm playing obviously a lot longer these days as well, and trying to get eight records in two hours is quite challenging. Yeah. You know, but I have a few tricks on my sleeve, you know, to make it work. There's nobody you can accuse. The well, Scott, we're really looking forward to have you. Thank you so much for, for chatting with us today. It's and, uh, I, I urge everyone to take five minutes out of the day and go and watch the video for Wait in the Car and then, of course, download Restless Lullabies in the entire back catalogue if you haven't already done so because it's fabulous. 